0: And welcome to the Clever Kids podcast, led by the youngest brother, Jeff Perry. This is a podcast that we record every week in which we discuss pop culture topics that you may or may not care about. Uh, This week, we are uh, going to be discussing plot holes in the Star Wars universe. No focus on any specific trilogy. But before we get too deep into that, let me have my brothers introduce themselves.
1: Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, this is Tyler, the usual host who has lost his voice, so he's letting Jeff run point on that. Uh, thank you, Jeff. And uh, we have Brian here.
2: Yeah, uh, Brian here, uh, the backup backup host, so maybe you'll hear me hosting at some point, but I've been re- uh, demoted to backup backup duty because, uh, I don't know, they don't want me, to, you know, stealing all the thunder, so...
0: So yeah, we uh, we have anything to talk about before we jump into the topic here, or you guys want to want to get straight into it? Someone want to someone have a specific- any any
2: um just curious, any breaking news or anything that has happened recently? I know I was just talking before the podcast about um, the Moon night pictures leaking. Did you guys see those?
0: I mean, politically, the Taliban just captured the Afghan capital.
2: Wait, Kabul fell today. Yeah. Wow, I know that they were um, evacuating the airport, and US, U.S. said, don't mess with people trying to evacuate. U.S. Like, embassy. you to get the city.
0: U.S. Embassy evacuated, and the president flew out of Kabul, and uh, the the, the, uh, the U.S. Pri- or the Afghanistan prime minister, president, I don't remember what he was, but he's- uh, Surrendered? He's gone, and Taliban- oh, fled? Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah, that's been uh, developing for a few days. I've been kind of keeping an eye on that. We don't need to get too into political events, but that is pretty crazy world news, so- yeah,
1: I, I don't even I've been tracking it and I have a lot of thoughts on it, but I don't think that that's what this podcast is about, so I don't know why we brought it up.:
2: Unless they're doing Batman filming there or something the next time, I, I don't know we can I guess not anymore, but maybe they had plans to film in the desert sands outside of Kabul or something. But uh, crazy stuff. Um, yeah, but there were some moonlight uh, moonlight, moonlight picture leaks from the upcoming superhero film. I didn't know if you guys had seen those yet. I thought they looked kind of interesting. It's
1: going to be a series.
2: Series? Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, but the, the pictures were kind of cool, the leaks. I don't know if you guys had seen those. You know, somebody sneaking some, some shots in of Oscar Isaac or something. But uh, that's pretty cool. And then I've been seeing some stuff of uh, Black Adam, too, with how big The Rock has gotten. The dude got even more monstrous for that role. And, you know, I, I think maybe one of you were telling me that he was saying that it was the most, like, physically taxing like workout regimen of his career to try to get ready for that role, which I've seen some black Adam stuff. And that guy's just an absolute concrete slab of a human or I don't know. Is he human? I guess he is human, right?
1: He was human at one point, but yeah.
2: Right. Him and uh, him and uh, what's uh captain Marvel are both just absolutely like Superman in a different uniform. Right.
1: Kind yeah. of. They're bait. Well, yeah, there's a whole thing there, but
2: um, Yeah basically i just yeah big 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 men and and gosh like i I think the rock is going to be great for that role i don't know how you guys feel about that one have we discussed that before with him and black adam i feel like we had an episode where we talked a little bit about
0: that totally for it yeah Yeah, it's kind of a great choice i can't
1: think of someone that would have been better suited for it i think he looks like the character Yeah,
0: and they don't need to cgi
2: his body at all
1: (laughs) yeah no when he he got cast as the as black adam like 10 years ago i cannot believe they just finally wrapped filming on that movie it's been so long that we've known that wow. the rock was going to be it's like it's crazy like it it, it first came out
0: right after man- when
1: like my wife and i for, first started dating it was right after
0: the man of steel like man <laughs> of steel came out and then black black adam was was cast and everyone was like oh this is gonna be nuts. it's gonna be nuts like superman versus black adam and then silence for eight years
1: yeah, they just didn't – They just, I just can't believe that they never they never got it off the, the ground. The
2: amazing part was he has only become a bigger star during that time. So I'm sure they're kind of glad they grabbed him early. Yeah. And he kind um, of got that yeah. thought in his head. But anyway, I, I saw some stuff from him, you know, and he's just looking like an absolute mountain. So that should be perfect. Looking Really looking forward to that one. And Moon Knight looked really – really cool too but we can get into the main topic jeff if you want to um announce i just thought touching on some of that stuff would be fun so that people can go uh, google it and see for themselves
1: yeah um real quick thoughts on the moon knight costume i didn't if those are officially or like unofficial leaks and that is what the costume looks like i actually was kind of disappointed by it I'm, i'm not that i'm a huge moon knight fan but i just didn't like the way that the the character was just like looked in that to be honest, I struggle with a lot of Moon Knight's design just in general. He has this weird hood that comes to a point that like hangs down in the middle of his face um, all the time, and I've never really understood that, and I hate it, <laughs> and I want it to not exist. It should have gone. Um, should have gone with the. And it looks like they incorporated it into the uh, the character design for the show too. So
0: they should have gone with the uh, the suited up version, like the actual like suit.
1: Yeah, Mister Knight.
0: Yeah yeah that's sick brian for for your reference there
1: they uh so the character has multiple personality disorder oh Um, wow that'll be interesting and so each one of his personalities has a different moon knight version right like moon knight so one of them is like the batman style moon knight with like the cape and like you know the mask and all that stuff another one is mr knight where it's a man who wears an all-white suit with white gloves and he has a white like you know um what are those like the morph suit masks you know what yeah. i mean like the super tight spandex like the like
0: rorschach mask without the moving ink blots.
1: yeah exactly just a tight white thing that slips over his head um and yeah so it's i don't Hope know see it. there's a few different versions of it I, i'm sure they'll at least have a reference to that at some point um i'm interested to see what they do with this character because i actually think that he's a really shitty rip off of batman and i wish he, i wish that they weren't doing this show but i do like oscar isaac and ethan hawk is cast as the villain i think and i like ethan hawk in some ways i think that he's a very good actor but i also think he's sort of nick cagey and he takes really crazy swings on some characters that i don't know if it always works i think that uh, uh
0: for, for moonlight for new uh, moon night um like I feel like it's kind of like a Deadpool type thing where Marvel took a swing at, at some just kind of stupid character. They're just like, oh, yeah, it's kind of funny, blah, blah, blah. Here's a character. And I think that he's kind of taken a life of his own. I definitely think his character's improved uh, a lot over the last like 20 years. But um, I, I think that Oscar Isaac is probably the right man for the role. And I, I think that they have a real opportunity here to do something fun and different with the character and, and actually make him an engaging character from, from the start point for a lot of these new fans.
1: I'm very interested to see it and I'm obviously going to watch it and you know, I'm excited to see how they make it work. Yeah. Um,
2: Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. One of the most like, I think unspoken advantages of diving into this superhero genre over the last, you know, few years is comic books over the last few decades have been tested with coming out with completely diverse and different characters time and time again to continually make their comics interesting and now that will just feed constantly films, which I think for a long time struggled with having very bland one or two dimensional characters. And now you got guys like Moon Knight that as film has like improved over time, you've got these characters where you can really explore stuff that just wasn't really a thing in film before. You know, like you'd see I like, the best example i can picture with like the different personalities like way back is norman bates and psycho and if you watch that movie now it's like super bland but like with modern technology like oh my god what can you do with a character like that you know that just is so unpredictable and has so much going on um moon knight will be will be a lot of fun if that's if that's the case with that character
1: yeah i think it's uh, i think it's very interesting if we really do quickly want to just talk about some of the casting stuff uh, which we had mentioned earlier um, I think Haley Steinfeld is going to be Kate Bishop yeah. in the Hawkeye TV series and I think that she's probably perfectly cast I think that she's a really talented actress and I've always I've, I've thought that since she first showed up in True Grit and I um, I'm actually excited to see what they do with her I also have always thought Kate Bishop is kind of a fun character because she's a teenager with a bow and arrow <laughs> which is just such a ridiculous superhero it's just any like green arrow uh red arrow speedy whatever you want to call all of those dc characters as well they're it's a bit ridiculous i'm sorry but um that being said i do i am interested to see what they do in that show um trying to think is there any other interesting casting news did you guys see that they cast they released the cast for the live action Avatar show on Netflix.
0: Yeah, I'm. I do they.
1: Yeah, all unknown Asian actor, Asian, uh, you know, young Asian actors. Um, at least unknown to me. I've never, I've never seen any of them in anything. But uh, I am. I'm getting more excited about that, even though I know the original creators aren't there. I just, I don't think the original creative team has to be there for that, and. I just i want to see a live action i just i want to see i love the idea of like the bending and seeing that in live action is the part that i'm like looking forward to the most they've got a
0: fantastic opportunity Uh, to expand upon the existing lore and the existing uh content but i mean even if it is a poor rendition of the live action the creative team the reason why they left the uh live action film is to go create avatar studios to continue making animated content so
1: well, they didn't like some of the decisions that Netflix was making about the live action film, which is why they said they left. They were like, we can't put our name on this because it's not what we want. Right. And so they, they both decided to leave and then they went and created Avatar Studios, which have they started releasing content for nope. that? I thought I had read something about their first content being released. They
0: released uh, uh, conversations where they they like had members of the community talking about... Uh, different i don't know they were like yeah we're releasing our first content and it was just ass i was like what is this um (laughs) this is not content
1: all right well speaking of content let's talk about the main topic
0: okay uh does anyone have anyone i got one that i want to start with but if you guys have anything because what is the main topic the the main topic is plot holes in the star wars universe so things that don't make sense that should and right at the top of that (laughs) list as an example how the hell can Ray understand Wookiee? Does she understand him? <laughs> yeah, she, she straight up right translates.
2: Yeah. From the beginning she starts responding to him. That's a great question.
1: <laughs> what yeah, what the fuck? I never I didn't even consider that. She straight
2: up can like interact with him. Like the funny thing is is he's confusing because <laughs> he completely understands English. Yeah. From wait, well first off I'm assuming Chewbacca's is a guy, right? Does it ever yeah. clarify what gender Chewbacca is? Yeah, he's he's male. I don't know if I I kind of would have appreciated if Chewbacca was just a big dominant like animal that was like a female. That would have been kind of awesome. honestly, Chewie should have been female. But maybe, I know that maybe the, he's trans. Let's go back in
1: time and tell George Lucas how you feel about that
2: and see how receptive yeah. he is maybe to that. Maybe gender stuff is I, different. No. Chewie's world in the Wookiee world. But anyway, Yeah, that's Uh, if you ever watch the Star
1: Wars Christmas special from like 1970, 1980, maybe 1979. um, Chewie has a wife, a son, and a son um, on Kashyyyk, and they go to. It's ridiculous. There's like, there's. uh, I don't even know what to say about it. Just watch it. It's one of the worst things you'll ever see. It's on YouTube. Um, It's way too long. It's very weird. Mark, uh, Carrie Fisher is clearly drunk, in, during the part where she shows up, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't understand. There's a lot with Ray, that I struggle with in those movies. I like the character, and I really like Daisy Ridley. I think that she's a, she's 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 good, you know, in the role. I just think that the writing—it's almost like J.J. Abrams created the character, and then left no notes as to what he thought she would be like and so each time we see her she's almost a completely different character because of how she's written Mm. and it makes it a bit frustrating to follow that storyline you know at least with the prequels they were all written by george lucas so they have a vision they have consistency you know what i mean yeah he definitely had an idea that he was
2: working towards right um did, did you guys already mention she can also speak to R2D2?
0: She, but she like people can speak droids. I'm not okay. I'm I'm okay with that. Like she would have had contact with other droids that she could speak whatever that droid fucking language is, but there's no way in hell she ever interacted with a wookiee before.
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think they're on the Maybe same level of one what of the her fuck.
1: Force powers. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Okay. It's a force power to be able to speak wookiee.
1: Not just wookiee, but she can communicate with all like all the dro- everybody. So yeah. are there
2: are there unique force powers in that world? Because Luke can't talk to him.
1: So in the expanded universe, each Jedi basically has like
2: some special trait or something. Yeah,
1: some sort of extra something or other. Mm. You know? Um, so maybe they that's what they are trying to incorporate with Rey, but there there's this argument in um, when the movie first came out, which was put forward by Max Landis, a uh, well-known piece of shit who, who uh, thankfully has finally been taken down, but he posted right after the movie came out that Ray came across to him as sort of a Mary Sue, which is a character who basically is a stand-in for the writer and like, she can just inexplicably do everything like she's per she, she's the best at this and she's the best at that, but like with no for no reason, you know what I mean. And I do think that that argument has some legs, because the character gets in the Millennium Falcon and is the best pilot ever, but has never flown one. You know what I mean. How does she know what a compressor is on on the engine or whatever? She's never flown. Like who? taught her any of that she just inherently knows all this mechanical engineering stuff that like without having any training I don't understand how that's possible you know right? Um, she, yeah talking to Wookiees being able to interface and communicate with droids instantly like there's like a lot yeah. to that character that is unexplained um,
2: so yeah I don't know
1: what's next Jeff
0: uh, why don't you guys share one I, I know I'm at the uh, best yeah best I,
2: best. I got I got one and it's it's Right at the beginning of the first movie, the first Star Wars movie ever produced, the fact that Obi-Wan Kenobi doesn't recognize R2-D2 does not make any sense. Um,
1: Sure, in the greater canon, if George Lucas
2: had actually written
1: all, all all the original six movies in line it wouldn't make sense but that's not how they came across but here's
2: the thing like like and we're we're gonna have to play with this one as like how can we explain it a way that it does make sense i'd like to see where we can go with that but before i say that if in the first scene obi-wan kenobi says i don't remember owning a droid and then later in the movies you introduce that he and r2d2 were basically battle buddies all the time like in like and there's no explanation in between like you think in the later movies, they'd be able to, like, find something that could explain that away. But instead, they just completely ignore the fact that that's part of the film. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would those people not try to address that somehow?
1: I don't seem to remember ever owning a droid. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I always thought that that was, honestly, the way that they do C-3PO and R2-D2 in the prequels and at the end how they're like oh we'll just wipe their memories. Why? <laughs> Why? Why are we doing that? Why do they need to have their memories wiped? What's so the that they in- can't
2: be like downloaded by somebody else that can figure out what's going on?
1: I don't think that I mean maybe it just seems like a, I mean are seems a bit are, are
0: two units really that rare in this universe? Like sure, he sees another R2D2 unit and he's like cool. Uh you know like he has no reason to suspect that it's the same R2-D2 that his best friend who tried to murder him owned 30 years ago.
1: I mean, I think that the penchant like putting R2 and C-3PO in the prequels was fucking dumb. If I'm honest, like I hate that Anakin create, like built C-3PO. I really don't like that. Um, and like all the hijinks that they get into throughout the prequel trilogy, yeah, it's really, forced. Um, it's forced. But but for the here's fact the thing that R two shows up and then becomes Anakin's companion for the the second two of the uh, prequels, and then um, Luke and R two team up through all of the sequels or the original trilogy, and there's just no explanation of like not like how do, how does R two just not know. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I used to pilot with your dad. I used to be your dad's droid, too. It's just a little too perfect and neat. Yeah, way, they just and wanted to get like those
2: fan-favorite characters back in, and they just shoved them in. Now, I'm just picturing, like, from Obi-Wan's standpoint here, like, when they go to raid, for example, like, I just don't want it explained away by, oh, it's 30 years later, he's just forgotten. Because, like, dude, he was too significant of a character in Obi-Wan's arc. Like, for example, they went to go save the Chancellor at Dooku's ship, and he leans heavily on R2D2 to get through that. Shut it down, R2. You know, he's like talking to him the whole time in the, you know, the little transmitter thing. And like R2D2 is like comes in super clutch for them. Like he's flying that ship and R2 is his, his wingman. Like I just don't think that's somebody you forget or like something that you forget, especially when it's a very specific R2D2 code. It's not something random. Like that's like very, you know, memorable. And he's a very memorable bot. I just let me challenge you guys can is there a way we can justify this or like somehow explain it away other than it's been 30 years and he just forgot
0: and there's a lot of these units out there this probably isn't the only r2 unit that he's seen
1: what's not even an r2 unit it's an astro droid and they have i mean he like obi-wan has one r4 in throughout the whole prequel trilogy that is his helps him pilot his ships you know like it's not like they all don't have droids, but the thing is like the droids come and go and they die a bunch. You know what I mean? Like they get sent out onto ships to repair damage and get blasted off or whatever. Um, that happens all the time. So maybe he just doesn't get attached to it. He also doesn't seem to like droids. Um, so maybe he just didn't really give them either of them the time of day. Um, hmm. I don't, I don't really know.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh, Jeff, do you have more? Cause I got another one.
0: Ty- Jeff. Tyler you, you got me?
1: one I, I I don't know I think those movies are perfect so <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right we'll see can you guys hear me yeah yeah
1: I can okay just I just sure. watched uh, the rise of Skywalker the other day and uh, that movie is a real wet fart of a movie I know I already said that joke earlier but I needed it to be on the podcast because uh, goddamn, I the whole time I was like fuck this movie sucks anytime anything's happening someone tells you what's happening in the movie like it's like yeah i i get it thank you movie for holding my hand through all of this it's literally the opposite of what they did in suicide squad like suicide squad they didn't explain shit that you just watch it and you're like okay i get what's happening you know what like we talked about yeah they don't hold your hand through it at all rise of skywalker they were literally like every single step of the way Ray's, Ray is going somewhere and they're like, she took a boat and now she's going across the water and then she's going to go and do this and get the thing herself. And it's like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, you did not need to explain that why you think someone was at home being like, what is she doing now? You know, Just it very silly, very pointless. Anyway, um, I don't have anything, uh, so I'll let you guys keep going with it.
2: Can I, can I jump in with another one? This one seems like it's gonna take a little bit to talk about. Um, what's going on with Anakin Skywalker's lack of a father?
0: He's Jesus. Uh, not
2: set. <laughs> <laughs> he is space future Jesus.
0: It. I mean,
1: that, that is exactly what he is. He was. So what they think? What in the expanded universe they say that. Um. And it might even be canon now, but it was something along the lines of Darth Sidious accidentally created him by doing, like, some sort of force
2: situation. I don't really know. And um, it... You mean, like, force situation on his mom? Like, he, like... Not
1: even, like, on <laughs> purpose, though. Oops. Not, like, not, Oops, not to her, but, like, he did some sort of large-scale... Like force effort that um, created a fo- like basically a baby conceived purely from the force. And so An- so
2: is. it's canon that Anakin straight up does not like his father does not exist and never did. Never had a father. Yeah, he was created by the force. His father is the force. <laughs> there is no other Skywalker that banged his mom. None of that. There's none of that. It's genuinely canon that he had like an immaculate conception. Yes. Fascinating. I did not know that. I thought we were going to go with like, she just had a tavern back alley wild night and doesn't want to talk about it. But the fact that uh, he didn't have one at all and it ends up being the most powerful dude. So so we're assuming that Darth Sidious effed up somehow in his you know, rise to power and created him.
0: What uh, Yeah, what I don't remember exactly what, what it is. In there. What Qui-Gon explains in the first film is just basically that the Force has a life of its own, that the Force is life and, and has the ability to have its own free will and that Force, the, the, the Force impregnated wanted her to have a child.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's the one. He's Neo right like the algorithm created him i did not know that yeah so that's the idea um yeah i don't i don't know that that's like official canon but that that is definitely what they're insinuating in that movie and then further books and comic books have gone into it some of them are non-canon some of them are canon i don't know where the canon is at currently with that um but yeah so anakin was conceived of the force he is like a product product of the force which is an interesting concept
2: no it's totally it's because it's like neo but except for neo goes bad at the end of his storyline right which is really cool i didn't realize it was quite that level of similarity with an interesting twist at the end where he actually isn't like obviously he ends up being the uh, hero at the end of you know hucking the emperor down a well or whatever but you know it's just kind of crazy to me that like he genuinely is that same concept of, you know, born from the, the force and not from a, an actual conception. Um, so we yeah. don't see that as a plot hole, really. That's actually written canon. That's like inten- intentionally done that way. It's not fucked up. I mean, it's not It's Fat. not very
1: well explained to the point that none of us really know if that's true. Why wouldn't they explore you know I mean? that more? So, you think
2: Kwaku would be like, man, that's crazy. Like, let's dive into this. That's a storyline they yeah. could have ran with. Like, that's pretty cool. I
1: actually wish that that's what they did with Ray. This gave her the same. Like, if they just were like, yeah,
2: she's... She's just the she's next like, one that it happened born with.
1: Born of... Yeah, she's the next incarnation of, like, the yeah. force
2: yeah. avatar. Rey and Rey. Luke's like, dude, this has happened before. Like, I don't have a grandfather. Yeah. This is fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, you know what it's like yeah. growing up without a grandfather existing? Like, I can't even look at his name on a family tree. This is empty. I hate... <laughs> I,
1: I think that's my least favorite part of the Ray thing is that they introduced in the first movie who are her parents. And then in the second movie, they're like, they're nobody. And I was like, okay. And then in the third movie, it's like, gotcha, it's Sidious. And it's like, fuck you. I'm out. I'm fully against this. This is so stupid. Yeah,
2: why would he do that? That's so dumb. But anyway. Oh,
1: and then in the books, you, f- you come to find that Sidious cloned himself a bunch using the Camino cloning technology. And that Ray's father is one of those clones who absconded, married a woman, had a baby, and then they lived their life on the run from Sidious. And then they dropped her off on Who to keep her safe.
2: <laughs> only
0: only for cities you is couldn't going.
1: keep her safe on like a more populated planet that isn't dangerous that where, into, where there's like, no oversight sky.
2: she's just completely alone
1: <laughs> if, if you guys yeah what the fuck if you guys watch
0: <laughs> the bad so batch that there, there's uh it's, it's about these defective clones that uh are mm-hmm. able to deny the order 66 and go off on the run and before they escape Camino, they uh take one more defective clone with them which is this young female uh and the, right now, the leading theory on the community is that she is a Palpatine clone, and that they're making that they're making that whole thing canon. But
2: so is that is that watchable without watching any other animated stuff from Star Wars? Like, yeah. can you watch the main Star Wars storyline and then enjoy Bad Batch? Yeah, because I might throw that on. I saw that last night when I was looking up the um, the What If first episode, and I was like, hey, maybe i would try this if it's not I mean, I something think- I need to watch more shit for.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's not bad. I would recommend Titans season one and two and three over over Bad Batch. But if you want to watch Bad Batch, it's a good show. Um,
2: Titans the yeah. the live action.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Is Titans they just season released three a new out? Yes, season, yeah, season, right? season yeah, they just three just released, released episode one.
2: Nice. Save that for the recommended. I got more plot holes if you don't. I yeah. got one. Go ahead.
0: Why is there a torture a droid torture torture chamber droid torture chamber? Wow, that's a tongue twister on, in Jabba's palace.
2: Dude's kinky as mean? fuck. <laughs> Fat Lard loves, loves his droid torture, dude.
1: Droid torture? Weren't they just melting them down? Why? Isn't that what they were doing?
0: They're like disassembling C-3PO.
1: Yeah, and they do like burn their feet yes. or something. I do remember there's like a gonk droid upside down that they're like burning its feet. It's it's screaming in pain. It's a fucking droid. I totally forgot about sensors? that. It's like ah Yeah. <laughs> you think you'd just
2: be sitting there like, what is going on?
1: <laughs> Why is it in pain? Why does that droid have paint sensors? What a weird thing to give a droid. That's <laughs> I funny. Understand. I
2: totally forgot about that.
1: Um Yeah, I don't, why does job? that's, I don't know, I don't know, (laughs) that's not as much a plot hole as it is, just a very strange detail.
2: (laughs) Yeah, who wrote that in and was like, yep, this makes sense.
0: (laughs) It's droids, and he's just getting tortured, like, wait, someone was like, uh, can you uh, repeat that to me, just one more time, slower, say it slower. Uh, Have
1: we talked about this before? What's your guys' favorite Star Wars movie?
0: Uh, Revenge of I, the Sith, uh, hands down.
2: Which which one's that again? That's that's
0: the third prequel, episode three. So that's the one
2: where he hucks Sidious down the well.
0: No, that's that's episode. No. S- that's Return of the Jedi.
2: Oh, yeah. Revenge of the Sith. I, is, I always get the titles confused. Revenge of the Sith. Can is, you just say, give it a number?
0: Yeah, it's the one where Anakin and Obi Wan fucking fight for five minutes, bro.
2: Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay okay <laughs> yeah my my favorite one I think is the one with Qui Gon, number one episode one. Really, yeah, I, I enjoy that movie. I mean, Jar Jar is kind of a drag, but at the same time, like, he's been hated a enough. lot.
1: There's a lot of politics in the middle, but like, that final fight scene with Darth Maul, awesome, so Thing is really and it's good. and and
2: they yeah. explore worlds in a way that you don't get a lot in the other ones. Where, like, like for example, they're like on uh Jar Jar's world, what's that one? Oh, no, it's uh, Tath- uh, uh no, Naboo, but they get and to go see go down, the other side Nibu of Naboo where it's not just in a city, they're like they go down into the water and you get to see some of the alien life like it's it's pretty cool man like that one's uh, pretty underrated and that one also has the big battle scene with the droids and the and the gungans which is really cool and, and it has pod racing like I, I just think that one's really fun and obviously it's a real joy to have uh qui-gon in there because he's such a cool character that we don't get much of so um and, and you know a young uh, obi-wan is cool like i don't know i just really like that one i
1: do too i genuinely think it's underrated as well um but uh I was thinking about this the other day, and I, I think mine is is Rogue One, is my favorite Star Wars movie. Rogue One's really good. I think really it's good. like not even yeah. close. I like really like that movie a lot. Um, but anyway, back on topic. What was the what was the most recent one that we'd said? Was it the droid torture chamber? I think, yeah, yeah. That's just a weird silly thing to have
2: in the droid movie. tortures <laughs> fucking hilarious just turn it off Like, <laughs> just pull the battery out man what are we torturing a droid for <laughs> you can literally immobilize it download all its data and then turn the thing off like why are you taking the time to cause it yeah. pain that it shouldn't it's be feeling it's a
1: computer it's a walking talking <laughs> computer you can just plug in a usb stick and download the data you don't need to torture it for information
2: yeah it just doesn't make sense <laughs> The more I think about it, the funnier that gets. All right. Uh, I don't know if there's a good answer to that one before I throw out another one. There
0: is no answer. It's so stupid. Continue. What you got?
2: Okay. So the concept of um, the end of number three was we need to put these two babies into hiding so that Darth Vader can't find them, right? Yeah. What would you normally want to do? You'd want to put them in a location where he doesn't know where they are and then change their identities, correct? Yeah. For some reason, they put Leia with a. I believe it's a, a royal of a planet, which is pretty prominent Lail and well Organa. known. And then they just keep her name as Leia. <laughs> oh, I guess maybe Darth Vader doesn't know her name. Yeah. Is that right?
1: Yeah. But also, at least they change her last name because putting putting yeah, Luke <laughs> which, just name him Skywalker like the the hiding that they did for Luke is so insane Obi-Wan Obi-Wan's
0: just like bro I know someone I know, I know the perfect place yeah it, let's put yeah. him with Anakin's brother they gave brother. him to his family <laughs> yeah let's put him with
1: Anakin's brother and then not change the name you know what this and guy's
2: a real sure, sick fuck he's probably never gonna go home for the holidays let's just <laughs> let's just put him there he'll never go there
1: and make sure that we don't like we don't let him call his aunt and uncle his parents which would be more less confusing right. if he was just like make oh, sure yeah, he knows these are my parents make sure he knows, there make is sure knows uncle. they are not his parents <laughs> <laughs> so that everybody else knows that's his uncle and aunt not his parents he's an orphan oh and he has the same last name as that guy yeah, who's dude now that, walking around in all black with in the helmet. I'm the entire sure I empire cannot find him it's ridiculous we've definitely talked about this before but that is one of the dumbest fucking things yeah in this movie.
0: there's a fucking massive stormtrooper presence on that planet like darth vader yeah. doesn't even have to come himself you think that luke would like get caught for a fucking speeding ticket and they go i'm sorry did you say your name is skywalker
2: yeah wait hold on
0: you, you live with your aunt you and uncle cool?
2: wait you live at darth vader's grandparents or <laughs> your parents house <laughs> uh or no who is it who's it Who's, uh, Whose house is that? How are they related to... Oh, no, they're like brother-in-law, it's, right? It's, it's a stepbrother.
0: Yeah, yes. so as yeah. Shmi, Anakin's mom, was purchased and married by a man named... Uh, Owen. Owen. Wait, her
2: name is Shmi? Shmi. Uh, Shmi. Shmi? One. Like uh, Captain Hook's <laughs> henchman? Yeah. I never realized they have the same
1: name. <laughs> it's actually Shmi. It's Sh- a- S-H-I-M-I.
2: Come on, for Shmi. For
1: her. But for me it's s-m-e-e
2: that's funny um yeah that's a big plot hole to me like why would you take him there there's so many other places you could put him take him to dagobah with yoda yoda's like yeah i'm gonna go
0: dip out to the wilderness i'm gonna by go myself, live out in the fucking cool. woods forever and everyone's like, anything yeah, makes it
2: out to me i'm willing to train his ass but he can't be here and start training right away we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make yeah, him make him we're journey not gonna here.
1: do that thing we typically do with a jedi which is train him from infancy no. But we're gonna go let him become an adult and then see where he ends up. If he up. finds
2: me, I'm willing to do it, but he can't come with me.
1: I mean, I'll be against it at first.
2: I don't wipe I don't wipe no baby a, butts, dude. I ain't wiping no require, baby butts.
1: It'll require Alec Guinness to be a blue ghost. Yes, I could use the force me.
2: to have the baby wipe wipe his butt without me having to make physical contact, but I'm not doing that because that's disgusting. Wait till he's an adult so I don't have to handle that. Exactly. That's a massive plot, plot hole. He should have been in Dagobah, living in the swamps. Um, yeah, Jeff, do you have more?
0: I've got a couple more. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, this one's a short one. It's, it's a plot hole. Uh, there's an episode, in episode two, uh, They all the Jedi reveal themselves at the end of the movie. They're all fighting in the, the Geonosian uh, pit, and uh, Dooku escapes. And they hop in one of the gunships and they're chasing Dooku away on a speeder. And the the ship gets shot down and Padme falls out of the ship and the the gunship continues chasing Dooku. They don't know where he's going. Padme gets woken up and she immediately says, gather the troops, we've got to get to that hangar. How did she know they were going to a hangar or where the fuck that hangar is?
2: Oh my God. Is there an underlying uh, theory that she's evil? (laughs) There needs to be one based on that moment. Especially because that's the worst acting in the history of film. I'm actually worried about her taking over the role of Thor because of that scene. Where she goes down and she's like,
1: ugh, ugh. Yeah, she's an Academy Award winner now. I'm, I'm, I'm hurt
2: horribly. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. And then she just hops up. <laughs> I fucking hate that scene, dude. That scene makes that whole thing unwatchable to me. Because <laughs> I'm like, that no. Movie. What are you, a soccer that player? That is
1: by far... That is by far the worst writing in a Star Wars movie is in that movie. I, I, I think I've said before, but if my wife wants to cuddle, she has to say, hold me like you did by the lake on Naboo. <laughs> <laughs> it's I like hate sand. It's coarse and it reviews.
2: gets everywhere. Uh, but, <laughs> well, yeah, what
1: was Anakin going to do to save Padme? There's so much sand. She's stuck in the sand. He was gonna. He
2: would not have been able to get off the ship. Turn the ship around, her. Anakin. Uh, I mean, she fell already. Like
0: <laughs> Anakin flirts. I just put this together because I, I watched Twilight recently. Anakin flirts the same way that Edward Cullen does, where he just like stares intensively at the person that he likes.
2: Dude, the meme, the meme about him, like where she's like, "Yeah, we're gonna do this, right?" we're gonna do this right and he's just staring at her <laughs> uh, yeah, that yeah. <laughs> dude that meme is quality man but uh yeah that's the worst acting the worst 10 seconds of that, acting in any film ever and, that would be my acting nomination
0: distracts you from the fact that there's a massive fucking plot hole in the first thing that she said
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah hold on how'd you know about the hanger motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> you've been banging dooku
0: you've been banging dooku
2: <laughs> yeah i bet you there'd be a really fun uh thing to kind of like go back and start trying to find moments where she could potentially be evil another city city is like chancellor level like evil behind the scenes kind of thing i bet that'd be kind of fun if it doesn't exist already
0: she and jar jar are are in on it
2: yeah because jar jar is supposed to be the the secret sith lord right they're
0: they're both from naboo they've got a tie there
2: oh my god dude they've been meeting for years
0: my god i
1: do love that secret sith jar jar thing i do think that maybe i i think jar jar was gonna have a bigger plot thread um throughout the story but they just didn't give it to him because of the fan backlash against him but i really love the darth jar jar
2: Oh, dude. This universe gives some of the best ones. That slightly bigger Luke theory is just has to be mentioned every time we talk Star Wars. Like it is so good. If you guys don't know it, I'm not gonna get too far into it, but there's a theory that there are two like Lukes in the in the movies. In that one of them is, it's apparent because one of them is slightly taller than the other. Like we're talking like less than an inch taller than the other, but it's a giveaway that there's actually a second Luke and there's like this whole backstory as to how it's possible that there's two Lukes. It's ridiculous. It's just for fun, but go look, Google slightly bigger Luke or slightly taller Luke or something and it'll it's, pop up. It's, it's very the funny. bigger Luke theory. Bigger Luke theory. It's very funny.
0: Tyler, which, which movie it did you say was your so favorite? Funny. Which movie did you say was your favorite? Rogue One. Okay. Um so in, in Return of the Jedi, I was I thought it might have been Return of the Jedi. In Return of the Jedi, the Emperor in his ultimate spiel reveals that the Death Star plans that the rebels have collected was strategically leaked by him to the rebels to draw them in. But then it turns out that the plans that he gave them are real and accurate. Why would the fuck would he give them real and accurate plans to the Death Star that he was building? Why wouldn't he have fake ones generated?
1: Bro, he's just out here playing 40 chess like fuck. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like because he
2: wanted them to think they were fake, but then he didn't have to put in the extra work of actually making fake ones. Dude saved himself a lot of time doing <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm
0: just saying, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, like He could have easily built a random bunker on a random moon that didn't actually have the force field generator on it. The rebels would have wasted all their time trying to get inside of it only to realize that there was nothing fucking there and then wasted their time because they don't know where the actual fort... But he actually gives them the location of the Endor Moon with the actual generator. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense why he would give them that information. I think the idea was that it was a trap. The trap just didn't work. Sure, but why not trap them with false information?
1: I, I don't know. The Emperor has a series of dumb plans in this in the movies i mean i was just talking about rise of skywalker his plan was to create snoke to bring to i just i honestly can't follow it (laughs) i don't know what his plan was his plan was to create snoke to to uh tempt adam driver away so that Adam driver would kill snoke and then come to kill the emperor in which time the emperor would be like i can give you even more power if you bring me the girl and then or if you kill the girl but his actual plan was for the girl to make it back to exegol all along he didn't want her to die even though he sent kylo ren after her to kill her so that he could take her life force or he could transport his life force into her i don't it like it doesn't make any sense none of it makes any sense
0: yeah he's also got a planet full of people i don't know if they're clones of him or what but those people are just super hyped yeah. super hyped at what's going on even though they're like a mile away watching this thing happen
1: yeah
0: very strange
1: um yeah star wars movies are bad but i'm literally playing with my kylo run action figure right now as we speak
0: brian you got any more and
2: The last one I got um, is why Darth Vader can sense Luke as, like, his son out there. And it kind of helps him throughout the storyline of, like, sensing Luke. But he can't sense Leia when he comes face-to-face with her. Yeah. Like, at first I was like, oh, it's a Force thing. But then we see that she has Force powers when she, for some reason gets blasted out into him. space and then becomes Mary Poppins. <laughs> but why is it that he doesn't know that it's his daughter when he comes face-to-face with her?
1: Yeah. Well, because, because
2: George Lucas didn't even know it was his daughter at that point. <laughs> <laughs> like, So that's a pretty big plot hole there that like he can sense Luke from planets away and stuff. And yet Leia is literally within slapping distance and he can't pinpoint that it's his daughter. And there's no force explanation there because she apparently is a fully-fledged force user the whole time. Anyone got anything for that one?
0: No. I mean, Tyler, Tyler hit it on the head. It's very, very clear if you watch the first two films. Uh, you watch
1: all of the movies. George Lucas had no idea what he's Well, doing. I mean, yeah. It's, it's
0: like George, <laughs> George Lucas did not have a plan for them to be siblings until the third film. Like, they were making out in <laughs> yeah. the second movie. There's no way in hell George was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, people I'm, are going to be real into this. I'm, I'm
2: really picturing his pitch for these movies being, "All right, I've got this crazy fucking idea, guys, lightsabers," and everyone went, "Whoa, what's the storyline?" I don't know. We'll figure that part out.
1: Insist, <laughs> yeah. But these swords are going to look. But so lightsabers,
2: fun. dude. Like we'll figure the rest out. But lightsabers, it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be big. All
0: right, my last and, hole. My last plot hole is uh, there's a moment in the first film in which they land the Millennium Falcon on the Death Star. And the stormtroopers run in to try and search for everyone. They can't find anyone. And they go, it's empty. And Darth Vader goes, okay, disable the hyperdrive so that they can't escape. Why not disable the whole fucking ship? Why are we stopping at the hyperdrive? Why aren't they disabling the engines? Why
1: don't they just blow it up? Yeah. <laughs> like. Why don't they just jettison it back out into space? Uh, There's so like they do they do that a lot in a lot of movies where like the Millennium Falcon in they did it in Rise of Skywalker, they they landed the Millennium Falcon I think in a star destroyer, and they're like searching the ship and the stormtroopers are like, whose ship is this? what how did what what <laughs> do you mean what dude Wh- whose ship is
2: this they got, y- yeah. there's
1: a ship that you guys didn't allow in you're a governmental type organization blow the ship up yeah That's dude they did,
2: we didn't even get into the other ship issues like the one where the chick goes full kamikaze with the, the Holdo uh maneuver oh god what is it called
1: in the rise of skywalker uh our boy Mary doc brandy buck uh makes a cameo appearance and says um we need to pull some hold on maneuvers and take out some targets and then poe says come on man you know that's a once in a lifetime kind of tar like or whatever like basically like we can't uh, we're not gonna do that because that's dumb of some they just like yeah. do a hand wave you know what i mean like no 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 and what? it's sort of like that doesn't it. yeah, you should. We just proved that you could fuck shit up with those. Yeah, <laughs>
2: so just to be clear for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, in the – what's the last, movie? Last Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're they – in dire straits, the captain of the ship is like, everyone jettison. I'm going to go down with the ship because the Empire is bearing down on them. And then she turns the ship to face them and hyperspeeds right through it in a kamikaze move that destroys the Empire's ship. And it's like, well, hold on a second. Like, you can do that? Like, you don't just go teleporting through them. You can actually, like, it actually rips them apart. Why don't you guys just do that more often? Why didn't you guys do that to the Death Star? Just have somebody volunteer, like, pull straws and somebody just kamikaze through the Death Star. You know, each one of your ships suddenly becomes a nuclear warhead that they can't block. Yeah. Yeah. And, like like why is that not um, something that you guys just use out of necessity right. like if you it miss,
0: just there's there's no downside you just hyperspace into somewhere just else just turn
2: back around and keep doing it <laughs> it just doesn't yeah. it doesn't make any sense that should not have been in the film so that's the plot hole we don't need to go any further on it was just very obviously did not make sense
1: by far the most beautiful scene Oh man, a Star Wars movie. Absolutely gorgeous, stunning, and like the way that the sound goes to just like completely blank, like no sound at all, like is distinct absence of sound as they do it. I was just like, "Wow, that was powerful." Yeah, I disagree with it on a fundamental plot level, but. Yeah. But God damn, that was a well shot yeah. scene. It looked amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I,
2: th- I think that's pretty good for plot holes. I didn't have any left, Jeff. You said you were out that's,
0: too. I'm out too. But I do want to spend okay. some time. A lot of times on podcasts, we do talk about uh, seasons as a whole. And I think what if we can make an exception because each episode is self-contained. Each episode does not play into a greater storyline. Uh Sure.
1: Do you want to talk about it real quick? I I don't have a lot of thoughts on it. I figured Um, it didn't
0: have to be a main topic, right? I feel like we could just talk about it, though. We don't have to. So spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen What If yet. um, I'm about to ruin the shit out of this.
1: What is What what If?
0: Uh, What If is a non-canonical storyline in which they explore uh, alternative events that could have happened during key Marvel films. For example, the first topic is What If uh, Steve Rogers did not get the super soldier serum? What if... Peggy Carter was the one that was selected to be uh, the super soldier for America, and it's her exploits um, as
1: for Britain. But yeah, yeah. So,
2: I don't. I don't know how did we feel, Brian? You watched it? Um, I fell asleep midway through, but you can ruin it for me. I'm cool with that.
1: It's like thirty minutes long. How do you fall asleep? You,
2: <laughs> Just, dude, I got a talent.
1: Uh, you really do. It's it's genuinely impressive. Um, all right, Jeff. Well, what? How did you feel about it? I liked
0: it. I uh, I liked it a lot. That was entertaining. Um, yeah, I mean, the 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 concept of of Tony Stark building uh, a Mach One Iron Man suit for for Steve Rogers to make it to make him be useful is is funny. Um, and and interesting. I, I enjoyed it a lot.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I thought it was I thought it was just fine. I didn't dislike it but i also didn't love it i thought i thought you know i enjoyed it for what it was and when it was over i was like okay cool i'm ready for the next one you know what i mean um i'm hoping i'm um, when i think the one i'm looking forward to most is probably the marvel zombies one i want to see what they do with that um maybe the killmonger one mm-hmm. actually seems kind of cool too um i uh yeah i I thought um, it was interesting. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's really, I don't really have a lot more to say about it. I mean, it was it's 30 minutes long. It's just a self-contained cartoon episode. There were bits of it that I didn't like. There were bits of it that I liked more than others. But, like, I didn't like that the, the Nazis start blowing things up and Steve Rogers gets wounded. And then um, Howard Stark is like, we got to get someone in there. Someone's got to get in right now. Yeah. And then let's not like, worry as, about all the chaos. Yeah. As everything's like blowing up, they like, she gets into the machine and they do it anyway. And I was just like, this is a bit contrived and silly. I don't, but whatever,
2: you know, I think it's the only way um, they can justify it at that time. Cause they would very clearly did not want her to get in, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, I did like how, um, they kind of sped through all the same touch points as in uh, as in Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, but just like with her twist on it, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, I thought it was funny that Red Skull created like a Cthulhu beast. Or like pulled a Cthulhu beast from another dimension and then was just like instantly killed. Like she didn't fight Red Skull at all. She had to fight the Cthulhu monster, which I thought was kind of funny. Um yeah i don't know i thought i thought it was good i'm more interested to see what they do in the next in the following episodes i wish that they had released two um because i would have liked to have seen another one i think Mm -hmm. to get a better feel for it but uh what do you know what days are those releasing wednesdays
0: uh i think it's thursdays wednesdays or thursdays
1: okay well we could keep track with that um let's move into uh recommendations um do we, did anyone, anyone got a recommendation?
2: Check. Uh,
0: comes out, comes out Wednesdays. I just checked. Uh, yeah, so I Titan Season 3. I've not watched the uh, first episode yet, but I will. Uh, Bad Batch is entertaining. Uh, I don't know. What else am I watching? Uh, oh, I started watching a new anime called Fire Force. Concept of the anime is uh, humanity has suffered from this... Uh, condition of spontaneous human combustion in which humans will randomly explode and turn into these beasts called infernals where they're like shells of themselves basically like become demons and because of this they uh, at the same time humans also certain humans develop uh, the ability to control fire different generations different power levels of, of these what they call pyrotechnics and the pyrotechnics form a advanced firefighting group that they call fire force to go out and fight and dispose of these infernals uh super high quality animation entertaining uh i enjoy it there's two seasons out right now on hulu so you guys should check it out
1: all right i I like it um brian you've been checking anything out
2: um mainly in uh, other podcasts i listen to this one every week obviously just to hear my beautiful voice but um you know i was listening you guys were mentioning about the avatar universe have you guys tried that avatar podcast i'm not i'm not aware of it oh yeah there's one where uh the voice of cora and the voice of is it zuko they they um, yeah they they're they're co-podcasting they're basically going through every episode of the original avatar in like breaking down the episode and talking it through and giving a lot of like color commentary about what happened with on their side of things when they were recording them and it's it's kind of cool to like literally hear cora and zuko talking and they have a lot of energy in it so that's a fun one um
1: oh you said it's Cora, like from legend of Korra? from the other yeah from the other series yeah, yeah. Oh, okay cool and uh and they, they do a pretty the good job voice actress of another character in the original, Charlie, I, don't or the I, original. So. I
2: don't think so i don't think so but uh she's like the main host and, and zuko's on there and and uh you know rufio just sounds really unique so it's kind of fun to like hear yeah, him talking voice. and stuff Yeah. Um, Yeah, So that one's kind of fun. I've listened to a few episodes of that, but um, as far as movies, um, not a whole lot. Just uh, really enjoying Spartacus right now. I'll let that hang.
1: All right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I have been watching Good Omens on uh, Amazon Prime all week. And I'm, on the, I'm actually watching the finale right now. It's paused halfway through right now so that we could record this. But I, um, I'm actually liking it quite a lot. I thought it was... Um, I think that it's been a, a pretty good show. It's um, For those who don't know, it's based off of a Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett novel of the same name about an angel and a demon who have been sort of the uh, boots on the ground for heaven and hell in on the planet kind of like the demon is supposed to be like kind of raising hell and the the angel is supposed to be kind of performing miracles and stuff like that but because they're the only two like godly beings on the planet they've developed like a sort of friendship a secret friendship that the uh, like heaven and hell don't know about and um basically the apocalypse is happening the antichrist has been born and they spend it tells the story over the course of seven years, I think, um, where they're trying to sort of stop the apocalypse from happening, working together because they don't want to fight a heaven and hell war. They just want to keep living a normal life on earth because they really enjoy it. You know, like the angel loves to eat and like the devil loves, like he loves, bo- he lo- he's always listening to Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen just all the time for no re- like inexplicably. I mean, explicitly, because it's one of the best rock songs ever. But um, yeah, so it's David Tennant, who uh, you guys will know as, uh, what, the ninth doctor? Is that right?
0: Something
1: like that, seventh, ninth. Uh, He was the Doctor Who that we all liked, Brian, in case you were wondering which Mm -hmm. one we are talking about. Um, And uh, he was the Purple Man and whatnot. And then uh, Michael Sheen is also um, in there, uh, he's playing the David Tennant plays, plays the demon and Michael Sheen plays the, uh, the angel. Um, and, uh, who else is in this? There's John Hamm is in it. Um, it sounds like, uh, well, whatever. Anyway, there's some pretty big names in there that you, you'll be surprised if you do check it out. And it came out a while ago, but I just never got around to watching it. I really like Neil Gaiman as an author, so um, I knew I was going to eventually get it, check it out, and uh, I'm not disappointed. And apparently, they just announced a season two will be coming out, even though uh, Terry Pratchett died before they were able to actually write a sequel. So Neil Gaiman is basically writing the show as as the sequel to the to the book um, that they were going to do together. Um, so should be interesting I, uh, you know no no it'll be the one that nobody will have seen um so yeah that's uh that's 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 pretty much all i've been watching this week and then i watched uh, uh, the rise of skywalker and was horribly disappointed even i hated it more the second time i watched it like it made me more upset like actually like upset like the whole time i was watching it not to just bag on it anymore more than that, but like man, that movie really bums me out. <laughs> um, anyway, all right, cool. Well, anything else, guys, before we wrap it I up? Just
0: Google David Tennant. The kid, the guy has five kids. The guy just puts out babies. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
2: <laughs> good for you, David Tennant.
1: Yeah, good for you, dog. Uh, I re- I really am a, a massive fan of David Tennant. I think that he's a very interesting performer. He's just f- sort of fun. His accent is a bit silly. Um, yeah, I just, I really do like him quite a lot. And I actually like Michael Sheen quite a lot also. And they seem to be, like, they, they work so well together in this show that you really, like, I I have to assume that they are actually friends in real life because they're just, like, their chemistry as, like, fr- like, friends yeah. is too good. Um, did you watch it, I Jeff?
0: Did. I watched it when it came
1: out. Oh, and you liked yeah. it?
0: It's entertaining. I mean, the, yeah. the the ending is, you know, a little lackluster, but...
1: Um, well, I haven't got there yet, so I guess we'll see. Um, at any rate, I uh, uh, what plot holes did we miss from Star Wars? Anything that you haven't um, heard, like what that you have questions about in the Star Wars universe, hit us up with them. Uh, we're at Clever Kids Podcast on Gmail, or excuse me, at gmail.com. And on Instagram, we're at Clever Kids Pod. Get in touch with us. We want to hear from you um rate us on whatever podcast app you listen to us on and uh be sure to tell a friend let them know that you're listening and that you like the show and that they should uh give it a shot as well otherwise i'm gonna say goodbye and we'll see you next week thanks thanks guys